Hi, Naria here. Welcome to Naria Lumera Nutrition. Today's podcast episode, we're going to talk all about metabolic adaptation. What is it? How does it include our hormones? Does it affect our weight status, our weight goals? Maybe. Let's talk about that today. Let's start with a little story. Before, what I would hear a lot is, Naria, I'm not eating a lot. I'm in a calorie deficit. I'm not losing weight. What's happening? Is it my body adapting? Is my body adapting to the changes to where now I'm not eating and my body's not burning anything? Well, let's see. Who here has watched Survivor? Who's watched one of those shows on um, TV to where they're eating like maybe 100 calories a day, 500 calories a day? What happens? Have you seen any of them maintain their weight? No, they haven't. Now, yes, of course, I understand they're they're super active. Um, they're burning extra calories. Of course, I get it. I've seen it. But even if these individuals were not doing all this extra activities, would they maintain their weight if their body adapts to the um, less intake or the less um, caloric intake? The answer is the body does adapt, but will that happen? No. At the end of the day, and I can't say this enough, we have to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight, period. However, the body does make some adjustments. What kind of adjustments? These are very, very um, common questions I get. What kind of adjustments happen? Well, first, let's start with metabolic rate. Who's heard of metabolic rate? This is very important as this can dictate how many calories your body burns a day. Your metabolic rate will be dictated by your age, your body composition, your physical activity level. Those are things that determine your metabolic rate. That will determine how many calories you need a day to maintain, to lose, or to gain weight. Now, one of the biggest things I always tell my clients is that physical activity is very important. Does this significantly impact your metabolic rate? To be honest, and this is what research shows, I don't make this up. This is just what we see. The majority of the calories that your body burns is just through being alive. Mm -hmm. Your body um, pumping your lungs, your heart, all the body process, that needs the most amount of calories. So if you're really, really active, even if you're burning thousands of calories a day, that will only dictate a little bit, just like this graph shows. So you see what this shows? you see that majority is just based on your basal metabolic rate. The energy based on the physical activity level you're doing, it's just a little bit. Does it affect it? Yes, right? So of course, I always encourage people to be active, but mainly, you should mainly be active to feel better, to have more energy, to be able to play with your kids, to lift things for those reasons, not for weight loss. Will it impact it? Yes. Significantly, no. It's going to be more for, for your body composition. And what we all know is that the more lean body mass you have, the more calories your body will need. Significantly, is it, it's a massive amount, not too much because, again, the basics in life, you, you just being alive will need the most amount of energy, which, again, let's check out this graph here. This is what happens. Now, what does research tell us about the, again, metabolic adaptation? We already know that the majority of our calories that the body needs are just going to be if we're just being alive. So going back to metabolic adaptation, what we know now is that for individuals who work on weight loss goals, their hormones do adjust. Now, remember, and if you're my client, you already know this, your body is for you. It is team you. But when you lose weight, 
your body doesn't know that you're trying to lose weight. It takes it as danger, danger, danger. Um, and because of that, your body wants may change some things, including your hormones. Which hormones? If you've listened to the other podcasts, you know which ones are definitely involved. Um, definitely leptin and ghrelin. What does leptin do? Leptin makes you feel full. Ghrelin makes you feel hungry. So what we see right now in research is that individuals who try to lose weight or do lose weight, those hormones are disrupted, meaning your body will try to continue to gain that weight back. For how long? For now, we see years, years, years. Now, going back to why does this happen? Because your body feels that it's in danger, that you're in danger. What I always tell my clients, what I've done with myself and everyone I've worked with is when you're working on weight management goals to really focus on healing your body, really honoring and respecting your body so it can feel safe. A part of that is your circadian rhythms. And again, if you haven't listened to my other podcast, make sure you do. I believe it's the one before this one. So check it out. But when you allow to body your, to feel safe, what I've seen in people is that that weight regain doesn't occur or is very minimal. It's normal for us to go up one to five pounds. That's just normal because maybe you haven't had a bowel movement. Maybe you had a few extra carbs or you're retaining water. Side note, carbs don't make you fat anyhow. Or maybe you have a lot of clothes on and so forth. One to five pounds is fine. As long as you're staying around there, you're fine. Once you see, start to see a trend going up, then that's a different story. But apart from that, part of making your body feel safe is really learning about nutrition. You can't get away with the basics. You can't get away with not knowing what protein is, the different types of proteins, proteins that are high in fat, low in fat, the different types of carbs, processed carbs versus non-processed carbs, um, carbs that have fiber, fats, pro-inflammatory fats, anti-inflammatory fats. And as, I name, as, as I'm naming these, if you're like, what are these foods? What, where can I find them? If you don't know these answers, you should go back and really build a strong foundation for nutrition. By building that, you really learn how to fuel your body in a way that it starts to feel safe. It starts to know, hey, maybe this individual lost some weight, but I think we're good. We can kind of <laughs> regulate these hormones again. But essentially, that's part of what happens when you try to lose weight. Your body tries to, um, or it does, the hormones do change. So if you're losing weight and you're saying, I feel hungrier uh, maybe than before, that's totally normal. Um, and again, if you're one of my clients, you already know this, but I always, um, I always encourage a high intake of protein and fiber. Why do I encourage that? Because it really helps with satiety. So even if your hormones are kind of off from trying to lose weight, you'll see that the protein and fiber are really going to help keep you full. And if we add your water goal, forget about it. That really helps with satiety. Weight management, it's not just calorie deficit. Although, of course, again, of course, you have to be in a calorie deficit. You cannot get away from that. But if your goal is to have sustainable long-term results, you have to dig in deeper. You have to take the time. This is not a one-month um, one um, challenge or a 90-day challenge. This is your life. 
and it takes time. Most of my clients stay with me in my program for a year. I've seen that that's the amount of time people really need to change their habits, to develop a healthy relationship with food, to understand their body, to start to heal that relationship. It takes time. Where we are now did not happen overnight. I get a lot, Naria, I've been working on this for five months now. I haven't seen a lot of changes. I'm not feeling better. What's happening here? How long did it take you to get to where you are today? Was it five months? Was it a year? Was it five years? Was it 20 or more? Because most likely it was most likely over 10 years, at least over five years. You can't expect your body to just reverse everything overnight. It takes time. But the good thing is that your body is very good at healing. That's what's one of the amazing things about the human body. It's wonderful at healing because, again, it is pro you. It is really trying to make um, a safe environment for you. Now, this brings me to a side topic related to this about the um, recent uh, popularity in the weight loss medications. I personally do encourage a lot of my patients, depending on the situation, we have to remember that obesity is a disease. And because of that, there's so many options now. Now, let's talk about this, these medications like we go against Xanda. Are they bad? No. Are they good? Well, you know, who, who are we talking about? But essentially, what do they do? What do they do to help people lose weight? They help with the satiety. So they help improve on the feeling of fullness. They decrease the feeling of hunger. So what happens when you're not so hungry or you're not eating? You're in a calorie deficit. So what happens when you're in a calorie deficit? You lose, start to lose weight. Simple as that, right? And that's how they work. Now, is it for everyone? No. Is it for some? Sure. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of positive results with it. I've seen both sides. I've seen some patients that are great with it. And I've seen some patients who I've just been able to do lifestyle modifications. Either one, they're okay. But the point, again, being that you have to be in a calorie deficit. Does your body adapt? Metabolic adaptation? Yes, it does. But again, because the hormones go up to try to regain that weight. So if you are working on weight loss goals, and especially long term, if you're trying to lose weight for the summer to go to a wedding or, you know, go to the, to the um, beach or so forth, that's just one goal, a short term goal. All my clients sign up with me or all my clients that sign up with me are not in it for the short term. They're in it for the long term. So because of that, I really focus on behavioral changes. Behavioral changes are going to be key. Another hormone that plays a key role to your weight will also be the thyroids. So or thyroid. So because of that, I get Naria, maybe something's happening with my thyroid. And, and yeah, maybe. And that's why we do the labs. But if all is well, then again, we're going to go back to a, no matter what. We're always going to go back to a calorie deficit. But it's not as simple as, again, the calorie deficit. You always have to you, you should always make sure how much protein, what type of protein for your body composition. Right. But anyways, going back to the thyroid. If the thyroid labs are abnormal, going to your primary care provider to get the medication needed to get that treatment. So that way you can go back to regular levels. So that way you can go back to your weight management journey. Even if there's abnormal results, you can get medications to get them back to normal so you can work on healthy weight loss. I've worked with so many people that I know you can do it. Having high thyroids or abnormal levels doesn't mean you can't lose weight. You definitely can. You just have to make sure that you're going to your PCP, taking the medication that they're recommending, and you're really, again, building a strong foundation for nutrition. Again, guys, we can't get away with it no matter what situation we're in. We really have to learn about these things.
Now, I mentioned that body composition is important. How do you get more lean body mass? Resistance training. One of the biggest things I always hear when I go to these talks with different providers, doctors, dietitians, nurses, the biggest thing I hear is resistance training. Resistance training, doing HIIT workouts, um, and again, really, really good nutrition habits. So what I always encourage is adequate resistance training. It's going to be different one person to the next, but typically a good start will be three to four days a week um, and having a HIIT or some type of cardiovascular activity one to two days a week. Um, Apart from that, of course, make sure you're monitoring your steps. But you, you can do all these physical activities, but if your nutrition isn't right, you're not going to build as much lean body mass as you could. And again, that's very protective against chronic conditions and it does help with your basal metabolic rate. So guys, make sure if you're working on weight management goals, you're considering um, your body composition to burn a little bit more calories than what your, your body already does from just existing, add resistance training. Ladies, one of the biggest thing I hear is if I do resistance training or if I do weights, I'm going to start to get bulky like a guy. Honestly, you're not going to. You would have to do a massive amount of weights and eat a lot of calories and protein to get there. That's not going to happen. It's really going to change your body composition to where you're going to get leaner. So definitely boys, girls, guys, both everyone do resistance training. It's so important. It's very beneficial for so many reasons that we just outlined in the last few minutes. And those are just a few. Now, does rapid weight loss lead to a quicker metabolic adaptation? More research is probably needed on that. But from what I know now, from, again, the current research, is that there's different groups. Some people are able to lose weight rapidly and keep it off. For most, I would say like 90% of the people that I work with, and this is thousands of people I work with, most um, who lose it gradually and slowly are able to keep it off for much, much longer, if not forever. So I usually encourage nice and steady wins the race because, again, that's what I've seen. I I read the research. It's one thing for me to read the research and know what that says, but I go off of that and what I see in my practice. I always consider the the whole picture when I'm recommending anything to any of my clients. And I'm honest with them. This is what research says. This is what I've read. This is what I see. And because of that, my clients have really, really good success. It's not about losing 20 pounds in a month, two months, three months, four months. It's how are your energy levels? How is your sleep? How's your body composition? Are you losing inches? Um, How do you feel about food? Is your relationship with food healing? Are you able to go out to restaurants? Are you able to go out on vacations? Are you able to go to holidays and enjoy the food without feeling guilty? Has that changed? And if that has changed, and that's a massive win. I would be much happier if one of my clients says, Naria, I didn't lose any weight, but I j- Christmas just passed and I was able to enjoy my favorite foods without any negative thoughts. That to me lets me know that this individual's probability of keeping that weight off in 5, 10, 20 years for the rest of their life is really, really high. Compared to someone who says, hey, Naria, um, Christmas just passed. I really restricted myself. I lost some weight. I'm so excited. That would be of a little bit of a red flag for me. And there's always game plans for these. Of course, all in moderation. But remember, guys, these during holidays, usually 
families will come out once a year, even if that is very important during those times that you enjoy the time with your family and you're not focused on, oh, I shouldn't have that many potatoes or I shouldn't have that much cake. Just have the cake, have the potatoes, have the fries, have the chips. Honestly, who cares? When you do one day out the year, five days out the year, it's not going to matter as long as most of the time you're following um, a healthy eating pattern. Kind of going back to the 80-20 rule, that's a kind of nice and easy way to start to think about things. As long as 80% of the time you're following your nutrition plan and your lifestyle changes, 20% of the time you can have some other foods that you enjoy that maybe are higher in calories, higher in sugar and all that good stuff. Because again, all in moderation. All right, friends, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe and let me know what questions you have. I love the questions. Most of them get emailed, but just know you can comment below and also let me know um, what questions you had here. Make sure to subscribe and till the next episode. Bye.